Thanks for joining us inside the Dancer's Studio, where we bring listeners like you closer to the creative process. Inside the Dancer's Studio is a program of the National Center for Choreography at the University of Akron as part of our Ideas in Motion initiative. This episode was recorded in the presence of a live audience in February 2020. Today, we join Christy Bolingbroke, our Executive Artistic Director, in conversation with Guillaume Gabriel, co-founder of French company Compagnie Hervé Coubi. The company's work was born from a mixture of techniques and influences at the crossroads of urban dances and ballet, and the coming together of Coubi's French, Algerian, and African family history. Tell us a little bit more about what is your role or creative relationship with company Hervé Kubi? Um, basically, I'm a co-founder okay. of the company. So we created the company 20 years ago by now. And for the 20, for the 10 first years of the company, we were a contemporary dance company working on several several projects with, with always behind our heads the um, the need to find our roots. In the very beginning of the company, we were working with um, traditional musics from the center of France. Um, after that, there was always a, a need of um, belonging to what part of the world do we belong and what is our place as an artist, as a choreographer, and where do we come from to better know ourselves and maybe to better know where we could go. Mm-hmm. And on that process, uh, at the age of 25, Hervé Kubi, so the, the choreographer, learned that uh, from his parents that he was not from France, but from Africa. Oh. That was a twist. A, uh, shock. Yes, twist and shock. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he, Hervé is really a French name. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kubi, it's not a French name. And it's not like Dupont or Durand or Martin, which are really French. Um, and he knew that his parents were born in Africa. They were born in Algeria. But, you know, there, are, there has been a, a long story between France and Africa with colonization and decolonization and independence. And, but uh, as he has white skin with the mm, prickles, Freckles, freckles, freckles mm-hmm. yes. So it was like from Brittany, like uh, from north of Europe. And uh, at the age of 25, he asked his father, where do we come from? Where Kubi comes from? And uh, that day, his father showed to Hervé a picture. And on that picture, there was a man all dressed in traditional Arabic style with pants and turban and whatever. And he said, this man is your great-grandfather. And he was only speaking one language. It was not French. It was Arabic. And it's the same thing from all your mother's side. So he was not from Brittany, but he was from Africa. And yeah. um, so we decided to go to, to Africa to in that idea of belongings, of roots, and because it was also important for him to know where it was actually coming from mm-hmm. and uh, but we we didn't want to go there only to go in the streets or to see the houses or the tombs or no we wanted to go deeper in our job in choreography not just theater. as a tourist yeah 
So we, we called uh, some French institutes in, uh, in the United States, in, in, in Algeria, and they told us, we, we asked them, do you know where we could find dancers? Is there dance schools or companies or whatever? And we've been told there are no dancers in Algeria. Good luck. Oh, that was the thing. We decided to go, however, and we managed to find very little addre email addresses, five. So we sent an email to these people and we say, we would like to meet you and maybe if you are friends and we would like to start a process of something with dancers from Algeria. And the day of the casting, there were 250 people. Oh. Update the Algerian dancers. Yeah. So <laughs> they are dancers in yes. Algeria, but they are not dancers as we were, we, we could imagine from Europe. They were not contemporary dancers. They were not classical dancers. They were not trained dancers. They were self trained dancers. Mm -hmm. they, they were more dancers from the streets. Mm -hmm like hip-hop or capoeira or most of them learned dance through internet. A social form. Mm. And uh, so we had our contemporary language, contemporary way of doing things, of creating movements, of um, using space, of writing, also the choreography. And we had new raw materials with new raw dancers that we wanted to do something all together. Mm -hmm. but it was not forecast. It was not planned. And for instance, the before the company, we used to work with female and male dancers. And the day of that casting, we only had boys. Mm. 250 male dancers. Yeah. Well, 299 males and one girl. Okay. But the thing, well, we, we did so that first project, which is called What the Day Owes to the Night, mm -hmm. which will be presented tomorrow in Cleveland Square. Mm -hmm. And um, the, the idea that Hervé wanted to work with those dancers was in a certain way to put movements and images on all his orient dreams, mm. orientalistic dreams. He was dreaming of his Algeria, so it was a way for him to put it in dance, in movement. So what the day owes to the night is the first part of that process with dancers from, from Algeria, from Africa, from, and later from the whole Mediterranean basin. Because what the day was to the night is the first step. And after, always in that idea of belonging, of fruits, um, I told you that Hervé had prickles. And, mm -hmm. and he said, why my skin is like that? It's not North African skin. So he, he went more for the second project, which is called the Barbarian Nights. In, in that idea of the global history of all the Mediterranean basin. So what the day of the night is his point of view upon his own history. And the Barbarian Nights is a, from more, from- A broader context. Yes, yes. Yeah. 
uh, of all the huge history of all those people coming and crossing and mixing and meeting and fighting or wedding or of those mixes of cultures, of religions, of that in a certain way are the, the basis on which we are standing in Europe and in North Africa, in all the Mediterranean basin. It sounds that uh, the the creative inspiration for each work is still deeply personal. Yes. Are there other uh, things that inspire Hervé? Does, is it what is the the is there research like reading or is it coming from a place of I love this music? Like what else inspires this is the next piece? Um, for the Barbarian Nights, uh, for, for what the day was to the night, the, the main inspiration was the paintings, hmm. paintings of Delacroix, of Ingres, of all the Orientalistic painters of the 18th century. Hmm. He, he took the same process as those painters as those artists uh, at the moment um, you know in the in the um, at, at the end or in the beginning of the 19th century in the 18th and something with the colony and everything there was a huge uh, dream of what were the colonies mm-hmm. and uh, they didn't have the internet then no yeah so it, it was dreams it was phantasms also fancies it was just like oh uh, can it be? And they wanted to use the same process. Mm. So he, he, he was very much inspired of paintings uh, of De La Croix, of Ingres also. So maybe if you can see the show, you will have maybe find, okay, okay that maybe make me think of that painting or whatever. Mm. And we also were inspired of um, the Arabic calligraphy. Mm-hmm. All those movements, mm-hmm. and sure. so this was the basis to create the movement. There are a lot of movements like like that, as if they were writing on the on on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, also, some ideas of hammam of um, general habits, mm-hmm. also in North of Africa. Um, the relationship, the, the brotherhood and the relationship that you can experience between male of people of the same sex in, in North of Africa. It's very natural for male to hold their hands and walk and grabbing each other's. It's not absolutely not mm, connoted like uh, sexuality or mm-hmm. whatever. It's just like brotherhood and they, they touch, they grab and yeah, it's really, Normal. So that that was a part of um, giving a point of view on that culture, the culture that he dreamt. He dreamt, and and you know, with that, what the day of the night, uh, Hervé used to say that with that show he, and with those people, he better found himself. He mm-hmm. better knew himself, and he found in a certain way his found brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, some some maybe tragic vision is you know when the Hervé's parents came back from Algeria to France they thought they were they would have been welcomed mm. in France every all all those all those people thought they would have been welcomed and um, but that was not the case mm. there was kind of um, strange feeling 
they were French, but they were not welcome anymore in France. Mm. So I, for for him, it was a bit difficult to to understand the way that his parents erased all the all the all the past. Mm -hmm. Because he knew at 25 that he was from uh, African yeah. roots. So during 25 years, his parents hide him that his real roots because he wanted him to be more French than the French. Well, be. and fast forwarding 10 years from that moment, uh, you and Hervé have brought many of those dancers from Algeria to France, mm. correct? I mean, they have helped them emigrate now. And how, how big is the company? Uh, some of them, well, they, they all came to France. They worked in France. Well, the not all 299. No. Okay. Just a second. <laughs> no. Um, now the company is, uh, it depends on the projects, but it, between 17 and 20 dancers on the projects. That, that's yeah. a lot of family. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I want to dig into process a little bit. Uh, how would you characterize the relationship to music or sound? in the creation of new work? Uh, it's, um, there are several dimensions of music. There is the music as, um, as a sense uh, for what the day owes to the night and even for the barbarian nights. We wanted to use music from both sides of the Mediterranean basin because we wanted to talk about the, all the the mix and mm -hmm. combination of these cultures. And for us, music is really connected with culture. On What the Day of Susan Night, there is a part of the Pasio from, from Bach, mm -hmm. uh, St. John's Pasio. So this is really a Christian music. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There is also Sufi music. Mm. And there is also contemporary music, which links and mix everything as um, a vessel from going between the cultures and there is also the absence sometimes of music the mm -hmm. silence silence is important also for us to to emphasize the music of the bodies uh, nothing is really counted right the most important is to be together to make body with the music and to dance together. The, the, um, one of the major important things in the company is we want dancers to be together. There is no first dancer or there is no... The hierarchy that you might find no, in a ballet company. No. There is no. And I think the most important is at every show we try to, again, find this... Um, this magical thing mm -hmm. of being together and to find and to create the new possibilities of always making something new. It's really boring when you have a dancer and he says, oh, I've been doing this for so many times and I will do it forever. Mm. This is not the, the thing that we want to we want to always, even if everything is very well written, the most important is not to to do, but is to be mm -hmm. on stage. It, 
And even just the little bit that I got to see of you teaching class, I was struck and remarking to some, the lack of counts also seemed to not be, uh, to be non-hierarchical, that you weren't beholden to the music. To hear you describe it, it, it feels more cinematic as if you're scoring a film mm. instead of at where you we're dancing to the music mm. and it's dictating what happens next. But this idea of brotherhood, and if I were to then interpret that term as a spirit or sense of community, and the what you were coaching was how to dance together without needing the counts to dictate how you would stay together. But the, this idea of you know being aware of who's running on this side of you and who's doing this on that side of you. And I absolutely recall like that experience because there there is a lot of rhythm in the performance but it is the sense of how the dancers take care of each other Mm -hmm. how when if you have someone who is literally spinning on their head what i always enjoy is seeing how they come out of it and there's usually someone who also steadies them because they might be a little bit dizzy and and just taking care of each other instead of saying you do your part and I'm going to do my part and then that that's just it but it's like oh no we're here making this community together and that that's very present so I was fascinated to hear that about you know where music factors into it because some people start with music mm-hmm. in their practice um, I'm also curious what do you and Hervé do when you're in a rut. You know, do you ever get to that point where you're like, I don't know what to do next. And then yet you have 17 dancers who are like, okay, what are we doing today? We are, I think we're never in that state of. Not yet. No. Okay. We have about five or six new projects behind our heads. That's good. That's good. Excellent. Maybe. And, um, the, there are, you know, we, we, we live for what we do, what we want to share, and we are always fed with actuality, also with news, with, with what's happening. Mm. And in France, at this moment, there is weird, some weird things with immigration and, and. That sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah and it's and maybe more, more people are more, on themselves and if there is someone who doesn't talk like you or doesn't pray like you or maybe that could be suspicious mm. <laughs> so we are in the middle of a, i think it's a bit a sick society mm-hmm. and we can't stay without doing anything so we are always trying to to concern people with what it is to live together and to try to better know each other's to it's, it's it was the beginning of the of the company I, I told you we were we wanted to better knew, know us mm. and i think that if people would better know each other's i think they would understand mm. more and more one another and you, you know, something interesting, one day, Hervé used to present the show before. And um, at this moment in France, you have Muslims and you have Jews and you have Christians and and there is no mixity. Mm-hmm. 
And even if, if you go in certain places, this is even more like Segregated. This. Yeah, yes. And Hervé's mother is Muslim and Hervé's father is Jewish. And usually he presents the the show before um, to, to to the audience, mm -hmm. and he, one day he said that, and in the audience they were young kids, teenagers, and for them it was impossible mm. to have one Muslim and one Jewish, and that they could marry. Wow! So I think we have a big work to do, and. This is the, the message that we want to, to share with our shows. So mm -hmm. we have some lot of ideas behind. And also at the same time, we, we have also ideas of the choreographical work that we are working on. I was going to say that it is fascinating to hear about the, the socio-political uh, issues that, that resonate and matter to you as artists. Mm -hmm. At the same time, the work is highly physical, entertaining even. Uh, and I'm curious, how do y'all, uh, my Texan comes out, how do both of you uh, are a define virtuosity? It shouldn't be seen as something virtual. virtual. Virtuous, yeah. Um, It, it's we, we, when we, we started to work with those dancers because it, it could become trick after trick after trick yes, but, but you found a way to sort of navigate that yeah um, you know when we met those dancers there was a huge need to express themselves to ex an explosion of movement uh, a really spring of energy and and that was the way they wanted to shout something. Mm. And for us, the, all those acrobatics, and you can't do it half. If you jump and <laughs> you fall. Yeah. So you really have to be committed in that movement. So it's a way of shouting, of mm. going really with all your body. It's like the, all the lifts mm -hmm. and all the, you really have to trust one another when you are jumping and the other one receive you this this is part of the of the message that we want to express we want to say it loud mm. and we if if you if you we want if if we do something we have to do it but 100% is the minimum mm. so it's it's not a quest of virtuosity but it's more to use the movement to express something to just to be in connection with what they what they are and what intense is the message that mm -hmm. we want to want to share with the audience i think we we, we are not just circus no. numbers uh, it's not it's for not, audience appeal no it's 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 part of you know sometimes you you catch the 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 you catch the idea is saying what we are going to say is is it's it's important because it's part of our society and yes that that's the 
I would say also we love those movements. Of course. <laughs> and but that's also because they come from the dancers, mm. and um, it's part of what they have to say. And this is a way to concern the dancers in in the show. We we were trained as classic classical or contemporary dancers mm -hmm. and our idea was not to teach them to be a contemporary dancers right we wanted to let them express and to let them be within our way of building the choreography mm. so it's a, it's it's their part of expression it's their part of being themselves in that all that acrobatic things you know for instance one day of rehearsal It starts with a um, one hour of technical contemporary yoga, Feldenkrais class. Okay. And after, for one hour, we leave the dancers in their training techniques. And they find again, and this is, I think, the part of how to dance together. When, when they learned how to dance, they were teaching each other. Mm. That was building the group. That was building their dance community. That also breaks down that hierarchy where it's just the choreographer who does the teaching. Mm. They're teaching each other. Yeah. Interesting. And this is what we want to keep in, in the company. So there is our way of moving, our, all what I told during the class, all the qualities that we want, or how to breathe, how to Well, and now you're talking about codifying these as a series of, of techniques or teaching practices. Mm. Do you want to maybe wrap us up and tell us a little bit about that? Yes, it is a kind of, it is a bit what I am trying to explain to you, the, the mix of what we are, what they are, all the the personal and individual uh, researches and that we, we put together to make something new. Mm -hmm. um, and for, for instance, with that, this is important in the, I think in the, 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 if there would be one name of how the, our, what, of what is the work of the company, it's to dance together. Mm. Um, with all that means, all the trust, all the, the respect of the, the techniques that one can bring and that one can bring. Um, and the, we, we are working on the, on, on new technique because the idea is to better know us, to better know each other's and to see what we can do. Mm -hmm. And the idea of the, we call it art. Associated researches techniques. Uh, associated researches techniques, uh, which is, um, as I tell you, to, to associate the individual learnings, to put them together, and to know how these techniques can be useful to express something, mm. to express a subject, and for instance, the 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 lack of. Um, The, the, the way that you don't know each other or we have a subject that within we will use this technique these associated techniques that we experience with our contemporary background and all the street dancing background and there is I know that Hervé is really fond of all these rotations mm. uh, the world is spinning 
Mm-hmm. And if you can see on the Sufi, mm-hmm. this is in in the when you spin, you there is um, that builds a new dimension. Mm-hmm. So we are focusing on on these spins and all this vertical, all the relationship with the, the floor, the vertical and horizontal, and even the jump and everything. It, the jumps we use is our rotations also, We're not just. Jumping, but there are backflips or mm-hmm. whatever. Dancers, when they spin on their heads, when they spin on their hands, when they spin on their feet, like classical dancers. This is all these spinning things mm. that really, that we are really focused on the art technique. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and as you say, you, what's, what, what you, what you noticed is, and we are really focused on it. It's not the acrobatic that interests us. It's, Okay, it's what you do, but the most important is how you go in and, and you go out mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. So, and all these little before and after as, are m- as much important as the middle in itself. Mm-hmm. Very good. Uh, please join me in thanking Guillaume Gabriel. Inside the Dancer Studio Lunchtime Talk Series is supported by NCC Akron, the University of Akron, the University of Akron Foundation, and the Mary Schiller Myers Lecture Series in the Arts. Our podcast program is produced by Jennifer Edwards. Alice Rovin is our composer and editor. Transcription by Madeline Greenberg. Theme music by Flaco Torres. Cover art by Micah Krauss. And Julian Curate and Kat Wentz are our artist coordinators. To learn more about NCC Akron, please visit us online at nccakron.org or follow us on Instagram or Facebook at NCC Akron. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we encourage you to subscribe on your favorite podcast streaming platform by searching Inside the Dancer's Studio. Thank you for listening and stay curious.